Hi, and welcome to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I am your host, Chloe Elise. I'm a millennial money coach, speaker, dog mom, and a seven on the Enneagram. And I am on a mission to prove to you that finances can be fun and easy. On the Deeper Than Money podcast, we will dive into all things millennial finance, debt, saving, mindset, and how to have financial freedom to enjoy life in your 20s and 30s. I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. And welcome back to the Deeper Than Money podcast. Today, today, we are going to be talking about uh, my Hinge profile. Just kidding. We This is an intro episode, but I felt like it was really boring to say intro episode. So I instead, I'm calling it my Hinge profile because I wanted to talk a little bit about like my story and stuff, but I'm actually going to make a separate episode that's like specifically the ins and outs of, of my story, but I wanted to do one that's just kind of like a fun things about me um, and questions I get asked all the time over on Instagram that I haven't really ever answered. Like I'll answer questions like, uh, what's that word? Like periodically, spirit what is that word? Sporadically. Sporadically. I couldn't think of that word. Um, I'll answer these questions like sporadically in my stories, but I thought it'd be nice to put them all together in a nice little episode all about introduction to who I am, some fun facts, um, and things like that about me. But I really tried making it more, um, like I literally Googled like hinge profile questions. Again, I didn't really go off of that, but I answered like some of them. I I personally, I'm not a, I'm, I'm just not a dating apps person. I'm totally not against it for other people, literally whatsoever. I think it's great. I just don't, I don't know. I just don't vibe with it, but I think it's fun. I think it's so fun. And so I took some questions off of that. So this is like my virtual hinge profile. Um, and I am excited to get into it. Okay, so then hopefully this will answer some of the questions that I get asked all the time, and then we can just vibe. We can vibe better in other episodes so you, like, you know, know a little bit more about me and everything. Okay, so first let me just tell you a little bit about myself. Again, I'm not going to go too much into, like, my whole story because I'm going to make a whole podcast episode specifically about my story in the near future. But for now, what I'll tell you is... My name is Chloe Lease. I'm the CEO and founder of Deeper Than Money, which is a financial literacy company. And um, I, again, I wanted to do this kind of like introduction, which I always am like, oh my God, like when people are like reintroduction post, I don't know why I'm always just like, haha, I think it's so funny. But I really, this these truly are questions that I'm asked all the time recently um, because not only, first of all, the podcast has been... Um, taking a backseat a little bit because we've had some other bigger projects going on. And so this is kind of like, we're going to be, it's going to be a lot more consistent going forward. We're going to be back to every single Monday, um, which is exciting and things like that. But not only did I want to kind of reintroduce myself back on the podcast, since it's been a hot minute. 
Um, but we have so many new people in um, the audience that's just growing like crazy. And I really feel like it, honestly, nor, like a lot of the DMs I used to get would be people who had been in the audience for a while. And I still get those, but like so many times recently I'm asked these like very, just like, who are you questions? So anyway, wanted to, wanted to dive into it. So a little bit about my story, just like quick overview. I was your very average broke college girl. I went on to pay off $36,000 of debt in 18 months, changed my life. I'm like, holy cow, this is so cool. Um, but I knew there had to be a better way than how the financial industry was preaching when it came to like shame and guilt and sacrifice. And I wanted to do finances a different way. So not only did I really learn how to master the financial literacy side of it, I learned how to do it in a way that was completely opposite of what the financial industry was teaching, which is like spending's bad. And, um, you know, like you should, the goal is to spend as little as possible and work harder. If you're not paying this off, you suck. And like, you know, all these like very negative principles, like judgment and all that stuff. I wanted to get rid of that. And I wanted to instead teach people how to get, teach financial literacy from this place, like fun, like financial literacy should be fun and exciting and there should be no guilt or shame or anything like that. And that's what deeper the money is. So again, um, I'll talk a little bit more about like my goals, but I went basically from broke college girl, $36,000 in debt, donating plasma to pay my bills, um, to having a multi six figure net worth at, uh, 26. And yeah, that's a little bit about my story. And I've done some cool stuff along the way. And I will talk about that in a minute. But first, let me give you a little background. Um, I grew up in a small town in Iowa. I have an older sister who's four years older than me. People ask me all the time if we're twins, which is funny because it goes through like ebbs and flows. Like sometimes, I don't know if it's like, I don't know what it is, but there's sometimes people I'll get so many messages. Oh my God, are you twins? Are you twins? Are you twins? And then other times where people say, oh, is that your sister? Like they don't even know if we're like related or not. So super funny, but um, I have an older sister. She's four years older than me. Literally one of my best friends. Um, she's married. She had a baby. They had a baby um, eight months ago. And so I have a little niece. I'm an aunt, which is like truly been, it, it's like the, the, it's my personal, it's a personality trait of mine being an aunt. Um, and truly my most important personality trait. And honestly, one that I like, sure. I was excited to be an aunt, of course, but I didn't realize how, like how much fun it is and how amazing it is and how much I would love this little baby. So, um, I have a niece. I also have a younger brother. So he's six years younger than me, like five, six years, depending on, cause we were like, you know, six months, like He's born in April. I'm born in September. So we're like, so half the time he's five years younger than me, half the time he's six, I think. Um, but so he's 21. Uh, I'm 26. I think I said that. So he's 21. Literally also like the three of us, I get asked a lot if we're close. Like we're really close. Um, like we're buds. We love like hanging out. We definitely like bigger. We're um, like, I love them. But if I spend too much time with them, I'm like, oh my gosh, they can truly drive me. We drive each other crazy. So, um, but yeah, so, and then, uh, I have an amazing dad. We celebrated father's day with him. He's the best. And then my mom passed away, 
um, in February of this year. So that was obviously incredibly devastating, changed, I mean, obviously like changed my entire life, um, truly. But so I, you know, I miss my mom like every single day. Um, and definitely our family dynamic has, you know, changed obviously because our family has changed, but family is really important to me. Um, I live in Kansas city, but, um, so I live like three hours away from, um, like my hometown. And then I live like five hours away from where my sister and, um, brother-in-law and niece live. So, but I do actually see them quite a bit. I really do. Um, especially like having, being a full-time entrepreneur and business owner and having a flexible schedule, I really try and being able to work from anywhere. I really do try to like make that drive and see them quite a bit. And then I can like work from wherever I am. Plus I have a lot of friends, um, who live in like both cities, both towns. So that's really nice as well. Okay. Um, so that's a little bit background about me. And then, um, here's some random like things. This is my about me section, I guess, on my, on my hinge profile. This would be an about me section. Again, if I was a, a hinge girly pop. So I'm an Enneagram seven, which means I want to have fun pretty much at all times. If it's not fun, I don't want it. Um, I'm a dog mom. I have two miniature golden doodles, Rosie and Millie. They're the literal loves of my life. They are, oh my God, like my entire life revolves around them. <laughs> I love them so much. Um, again, I think I said this way, I live in Kansas City. I love living here. I've lived here like three and a half years. And I honestly thought I'd come down. I moved down here for the corporate job I was working at the time. And thought I would live here for like may, like a year tops. And then I'd move back to Iowa. And I love Kansas City. I love Kansas City so much. Um, so I live um, downtown Kansas City pretty much like, I, I guess like full time during the year, but pretty much part time in the summer because I also own a lake house in Ozarks. It's so funny because I'm just now watching the show Ozarks. Even though I know Ozarks is like, I think it was filmed in maybe Georgia or something. Um, it's still so funny because I think I'm like, oh, this makes me miss going to Ozarks, which again, there are definitely like other parts of Ozarks that the show doesn't really show, which is more so like, I don't know, like the fun and like going out. Of course, it's like, that's not what the show is about, but it's just so funny. There's so many little things that are like, um, it's just like a very different like culture. For example, um, so I bought a house in Ozarks and, um, I'm so I bought the house in April of 2021 and I've been doing a lot of renovations and a lot of like, you know, I'll have contractors come and redo, like I had a fence put in, I had turf put in, I had new windows put in, things like that. And I will say the, I think one of the things that I laugh about all the time, like at Ozarks is like when they show the different like bars or businesses and like the culture around it. So like, for example, I will call be like, hello, um, I, you know, I'm interested in like getting this project done. And they'll be like, Hey, how's it going? All right. Well, I don't have a pen with me. So I'll, I'll let Jim know you called, but if you, yeah, if you just call back later this week and then we'll send somebody out there and, uh, yeah, we'll get, we'll get that started. And I'm like, okay, um, do you know, like when, or could we like schedule something? He's like, yeah, well, like I said, I don't really have a pen. So I'll just, 
I'll give you a holler later this week or I'll just send Jim over. I'm like, who's Jim? What's going on? Um, it's wild. A lot of things like I have to write a check for Like they don't take card, which is super interesting because I'm used to like in Kansas City, like pretty much only using like Apple Pay on my phone and things like that. So it's definitely just a totally different culture. But I love, I love Ozarks. Um and, but yeah, that's really where I split my time in the summer. I do go down there quite a bit in the winter as well, but not as often um, as the summer. Okay. Um, so here are my like random, these are very random facts. I actually texted some of my friends and said, Hey, I'm doing a, like, a, you know, an episode that's an introduction episode that would be like, if I had a hinge profile, what I would say in it, what should I put? And so they all sent me stuff that I'm like, okay, they just roasted me. But okay, here's some random, super random things about me. So uh, I golf. Um, my whole family golfs. And I, I would say like, I, I'm definitely like, a, and honestly, this is kind of my personality in general. Um, I'm just here for a good time. Like, I'm not there to, like, play. I'm not there to, like, be all, like, I don't get serious about stuff. I'm here for a good time. I'm here for a good time. Um, so in Kansas City, I golf a lot with one of my friends here, um, which is fun. And we just, like, you know, grab some beers and go out and hit. And, uh, you know, if I lose a ball, I'm spending maybe four seconds looking for it. And then I will drop and keep playing right? Like I'm not out here, like, you know, out, like being too serious about it. I'm really not. If I'm not playing well, I really don't care. Um, if I'm playing great, amazing. That's kind of my vibe. Anyway, um, love to golf in tournaments. So I'm a big tournament girly. I love, it's just so fun. Like the atmosphere around them is so stinking fun. I'm obsessed with it. I love prizes. I love challenges. I love raffle tickets. I love stuff like that. Um, and just the atmosphere around it. So I, I love golfing. I just golfed in a Father's Day golf tournament with my dad yesterday, which was really fun. Okay, but anyway, you had to know that as a background that I golf. One time, um, I golfed in college as well. So one time in a college meet, in a college meet, I'm on a par three, somebody else four. So what do you do, right? You like duck. And you, like, put your hands over your head to protect your head. Because if you get hit with a golf ball on the head, like, you can literally die. So, you know, I bent over. And because I bent over, my back was, like, flat, right? I get hit with um, someone's drive. It was off a part three. But still, I get, like, it's their first shot. Um, And so get hit with their ball in, like, the in my back. Like, in right? Like, like maybe it centimeter away from my shoulder blade. It, I'm not kidding. It is the equivalent of what I would imagine being like shot feels like. Like I literally, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't, it scared me my whole, like, I I don't know. I just like went to shock it. It was horrible. It was horrible. Um, and it like ripped I don't, uh, like, I don't know if it was like my ligament or my whatever, but if it would have been like literally an inch over, it would have hit like my shoulder blade bone and probably cracked it. But so I was really lucky, but it was, oh my gosh. So now when I golf, I'm a freak about like being in a cart. Like if somebody, I will not like, like I'm very pace to play. I'm pace to play. I will go quick. But if someone is like 
hitting right behind me. Like I'm out, I'm behind a tree. I'm in a golf cart. Like I really am kind of paranoid about it because being hit by a golf ball and it just truly, I have a picture of it. I need to find that picture. Um, where right after it happened where you can literally just like see a ball mark on my back, like through my shirt, through my sports bra, whatever. And then it sucked because in college you don't ride in carts. Um, like you walk with your bag and I couldn't walk with my bag because like my shoulder, actually I couldn't play in like, I think a couple meets. And then, um, I couldn't like carry my bag. So I had to like one shoulder it, which was tough anyway. Um, so that's a fun fact. I've been hit by a golf ball in a, in a meet. Um, the second thing is I have my boating license. Um, I own a boat. I own a, um, a boat in Ozarks and I, while I do own a boating license, I do not like driving the boat. Like I said, I'm here for a good time. I'm here for a good time. To me, if you're the driver, you are, you're having to worry about like, okay, are there other boats coming? Is there anything in the water? Is every, all the passengers inside? Are there, are the, you know, buoys inside? Is it, did a rope fall out? Where are we going? Are the, where, what's the um, water doing? Like you have to worry about so many things. I, it's just not for me. It's not for me. Like it is not relaxing. Maybe it, maybe it's like a down the road. I'll feel this way, but to me, it's like not relaxing at all. Um, so if I am, I would say, unless I have to, um, 99% of the time, if I'm on the boat, I'm not the driver. Um, but I do have a boating license, which that's a fun fact. I feel like that's a fun fact. Okay. Um, next fun fact I drink pretty much everything out of a wine glass. It makes me feel fancy. It's just an elevation. It really is like start drinking. Instead of just like a cup, drink it out of a wine glass. You seriously like will feel so elevated. And there's so many times where I used to, I still like wine. I like cab if I'm going to drink wine, but, um, there are so many times where I would almost just like want to have a glass of wine, not necessarily because I wanted the wine, but because it's just so fancy, like holding a wine glass and just like sipping on it. Like, it's just so nice. So I don't know what started this, but at one point I was like, you know what? I'm just going to pour something else in it. And I was like, wait, this is so fun. I love it. And now I just drink everything out of it. It's one of those things you think that's so silly until you try it. Then you're like, wow, what an elevation. What a way to elevate your life for free. Next one, I've gone skydiving, um, which I loved. I would for sure do it again. It was yeah, it was scary. Like I like being in the plane and just your feet dangling and being like, huh? Okay. Yeah. No, let's jump. Um, but no, it was good. My, on the way down, like we didn't crash, but, um, the people in front of us who it was my, I don't know if it was my boyfriend. I went with my boyfriend at the time, but, um, the, I don't know if it's him or if it was somebody else, but they like took our landing spot where we were going to land. So the last minute we'd turn and land somewhere else. But since we turned, we like picked up speed and he was like, Oh no, pick your legs up. And I like pick my legs up and we hit like pretty hard. I was fine, but he did not seem great afterwards. So I was a little like, Oh, okay. I don't love that. Um, but no, I would do it again. Hot take. I'd do it again. I did. If I did it again though, I mean, I guess I take it back. I do it anywhere, but I did it in Iowa. I would love to skydive like somewhere where you, where the sights are, are something different than like cornfields, right? It's pretty, don't get me wrong. It's pretty, but I would love to do like somewhere else, right? Like where you could just see a lot. I think that'd be really cool. 
Um, I can rattle off like 50 digits of pi, like 3.14159. Like I can rattle off 50 digits off the fly. I used to be able to do 100. Now, if I like look at it, like if I pull it up and like look at it and like go over it a couple times, I can probably get like 75 uh, because it's like once I miss one, then I'm like, uh, and then I have to go back like it's like, oh, wait, it's this and then keep going. Like I really have to like start over. But 50, no brainer. I could wake up and do it every single day, which is why Pi Day, March 14th, it's like one of my favorite days. Um, I'm a bit of a Meredith Blake from Parent Trap while hiking. Not a big hiker girl. I'm really not. Like, which is funny because I love walking and I don't mind the outdoors. The thing about hiking is that, like, I have allergies. So, like, sometimes if I'm, like, stuffy and I'm itchy and then there's, like, bugs. Um, One of my irrational fears, which I was going to – I have an irrational fear section, but I'll just, like, jump down there, Um, is grasshoppers. I hate grasshoppers. One time when I was young – um, I've like childhood trauma around grasshoppers. I was letting my neighbor's dog out and there, we, there used to be like a ton of like grass, grassy hills down the back, like down the hill past my house. Um, and I was letting my neighbor's dog out and a grasshopper literally like my mouth must have just been open. Like I was like, come here, you know, yelling. A grasshopper literally bit my tongue, like flew in my mouth bit my tongue and I like ripped it off and it's like legs were still on my tongue. My tongue was bleeding. I'd like pick the like legs off of my tongue. It was like on either side, like a tongue piercing. I had to pick it off and it was the grossest thing ever. I'm still scared of grasshopper. The way they can just like fly around. Oh my God. Oh, oh my God. I'm like getting gross out thinking about it. I need to move on. But that's why I'm a little Meredith Blake when hiking because I'm like, oh, my God, there's so many bugs. And, um, like, sometimes I get, like, really, like, itchy and stuff if I have allergies. So that's the only thing while hiking because in prime hiking conditions, if it's not, like, super buggy, I'll go. I'll be a sport, though. Like, if other people want to go, again, I'm here for a good time, so I don't want to miss out. I will go on hikes. Um, and I've been on hikes with my dogs before, and they're so cute and they're so fun. So that definitely makes up for it. But I'm really just not, a, like, a hiker. Um, okay. Another fun fact. I studied abroad in Spain. So, um, my degree in college, I was a double major in economics and Spanish. Loved it. Then I studied abroad in Spain. Loved it. Loved it. I lived in Alicante and it was so beautiful, so perfect. And probably my favorite place I've ever, I mean, it is my favorite place I've ever been to. Then, after I studied abroad in Spain, I flew to Amsterdam, and I was a live-in nanny. I was an au pair in Amsterdam. That was also wild experience. Wild experience. Uh, just, I mean, I learned so much of just, like, figuring it out. When you're a nanny, like, so I was a nanny in Amsterdam, and... The kids, so I, like, knew the host family, like, the, not host family, but, like, I knew the family. The kids spoke English. Um, they also spoke Dutch. And, but when you'd go to the grocery store or, like, go around, like, most people spoke English. Like, pretty much everyone that I talked to spoke English, but they'd start by speaking in Dutch. And, um, and everything was in Dutch. So you'd go to the grocery store and I'm like, okay, I can see it's a banana, but, like, the, like, 
it was everything was in Dutch. So when you're trying to find stuff, you don't really know what it is, right? Like it would be like a pack of this. And I'm like, don't know what that looks like. Didn't have cell phone reception, right? Like I didn't have, um, like I didn't have Wi-Fi. I didn't have cellular data on my phone. So I couldn't like Google it. So I'm just like, do it to do, like navigating the city and, and things like that. And also just like meeting new people, doing things by myself. That was a big, a big, uh, just like eye-opening thing for me of just like, wow, I can't, I was so proud of myself for doing that because it was so out of my comfort zone. I was so nervous to do it, but it really ended up, I mean, it was one of the best experiences ever. And it really taught me so much about, you know what, if you don't know what to do, just like figure it out, figure it out. And that taught me a lot about like grit and if things don't go your way, like you just have to find something else, right? You just got to like do something else. So love that. Another fun fact, my go-to drink, my go-to drink. And here's the thing, this will change your life. So if I'm like at a restaurant getting one drink or something, I love a skinny margarita with Casa Amigos. Love it. Love a margarita. However, um, and here's the thing. I like most things. Love Blue Moon. Love Summer Shanty. Love seltzers. Love, like, anything. I don't really, like, I'm not really ever going to, like, pick up a Bud Light. Could I? Sure. But, like, I'm not going to. But, like, I will, I, like, love all kinds of different drinks. However, I, maybe it's just, like, getting older. I have no idea. But, so, I, well, I, okay, I can talk about this. So, I went off birth control. I was on birth control for like ever for years. And I went off birth control, uh, in spring of 2020 and my body freaked out. My body was like, what the hell are you doing? And really freaked out. And that is when I had to learn a lot about hormones, hormones, and just like learning about our cycles, learning about all of those different things. I knew nothing. I literally knew nothing. Like I didn't even know that like women could only get pregnant certain days of the month. I had no idea. I learned that out at literally like 25 years old or 24, however old I was. And so that was crazy to me. Anyway, I learned all about like women's health, your cycle, hormones, all this stuff, and made some really big life changes that have been an absolute game changer. One of the biggest ones is I'm dairy free. Um, and just understanding my body and like what my body wants and doesn't want. And again, it's, it's very, it's different for everyone. I'm not telling you like, if you like go be dairy free, you might not need to, right? Like go talk to your doctor, talk to an expert. Don't just like listen to me and do it. Um, but for me doing that, like was such a big game changer. I felt a million times better once I did it. And, um, so now I've been dairy free, the first like year I tried being dairy free, but I was like, I was like eh, dairy free, eh, like a little bit, but now I'm like absolutely dairy free. The only thing like I'll kind of do is like, if you go to a restaurant, like a lot of stuff is cooked in butter. So it's not technically dairy free. That stuff, like I will still do, like, I just sometimes will get a stomach ache a little bit after, but I really am very strict about it. Okay. Anyway, when that all happened, also, I just became more sensitive to a lot of other things. So one of those things being drinking like seltzers because of the carbonation, it just started making me feel like, and it really didn't prior to this, but it just started making me feel like really bloated, really just like 
almost like nauseous when I would drink and like I wouldn't want to be drinking the seltzers and I love I really like seltzers um and so or even just other stuff a margarita or whatever else like the sugar in it or like mimosas like I started like getting really nauseous when I would have like I'd go to bottomless mimosas with my friends and then I would get like really nauseous from it not from the alcohol but from like all the sugar or carbonation or whatever else So this is when I started drinking. If I'm going out, well, first of all, one thing I started doing is that I've been doing a ton in the last like six months, I would say, is drinking mocktails. I drink mocktails. If I want like a fun, fruity drink, I will just get a mocktail. And then it's like still the sugar, but it's not also the alcohol. And so I think a combination of that is like what was really like hurting my stomach. So I'll just do a mocktail. I feel better. I don't really need the alcohol. Like I'm not I'm not wanting for the alcohol. I'm just wanting it for a fun drink. So I do that a lot. But if I'm wanting to like go out and drink, get a little buzzed. Um, my go-to drink is a cucumber vodka water with two limes. It will seriously change your life. Um, one less hangover because you're drinking a water like with every single drink. I usually order a cucumber vodka water with two limes and a water. Then I'll chug the water and then have that so I even have extra water. So you have the water, there's no carbonation, um, there's no sugar except for like whatever you're squeezing in from the lime. And then the vodka, I cannot just do a vodka water. I cannot, I wish I was tough. I'm not, I'm not tough. I hate a strong drink, but the cucumber vodka really doesn't taste that strong. Like, I mean, of course, if you make a super strong drink, but anyway, try it. Um, it is a freaking game changer. I love it. Okay. Uh, I broke my arm in third grade. I think it was third grade. Maybe it was fourth grade. But I broke my arm. That's the only bone I've ever broken. Uh, I love the Chiefs. Call me a bandwagon fan if you want because when I moved here to Kansas City, I didn't really like any team. I was just like, okay, yeah, go sports. And then when you live in a city where there's an NFL team and the whole city is just like – it's a community and, like, um, I became one of – he he since moved and then – got traded. But, um, when I first moved here, one of the Chiefs players, well, I think there's multiple, but, um, a Chiefs player lived on my floor and became friends with him. Actually, there's a interview on the deeper the money podcast with him. Um, go look it up, Damien Wilson. And, um, you can just scroll back to like last season and go listen to that episode. And I interview him. It's, it's a really good episode. He talks about like what he's paid and like all things like that. But anyway, um, so you just buy into it. And I, oh my gosh, I've been to a couple of Chiefs games, just like tailgating in like the city. And I was here for the playoffs and when they won the Super Bowl and just amazing. So big, um, big Chiefs fan now. I don't care if this makes me old, like seem old or this is chuggy, but I love Harry Potter. It's like, oh, it's my comfort show. It's my comfort show. Like if I'm having a bad day or if I'm like hungover or if I'm having a good day, but I'm just feeling like I just want to snuggle up. I'm watching Harry Potter. It's on in the background. Um, my family group chat is called Dumbledore's Army. And I love it. It's the best. Okay. Hobbies. I already talked about some of these, but golf, uh, literally anything with my friends. Anything my friends are doing, I'm in. They say, hey, we're going to do this. I'm in. Hey, we're actually going to. Yep, I'm in. Don't, I, I'm in. I'm in. I'm going to do it. I love doing fun things with them. I love working out. That I feel like that sounds so like, oh, cool. You got it. We got it. You left. But no, I really do love working out. Uh, I did. So I used to 
be really into weightlifting and I loved it. And then I started going to Orange Theory and I did Orange Theory for two years. And then I did F45 for like a year, I think, maybe a little bit over that. And then I just kind of like, I noticed I was just starting to like dread going like every single day. I'd be like, oh, I have to go. And it was a certain class time. So I had to like make my day around that. And it just, I wasn't vibing with it. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to cancel my membership and go back and just like start go to gym and like weightlift again for a while. Cause I know I love that. Oh my gosh. I started weightlifting again, uh, probably like seven months ago. And I was just like, what have I been doing? I love it. And again, this is not me telling you, you need to be weightlifting. It's me telling you find something you love, find something you love doing because it truly is like one of the best parts of my day. I love it. I love doing Wordle. Um, yeah. Does that make me basic? Sure. I don't care. I love it. I seriously get like giddy at night. I'll be like, oh, nice. I can wake up tomorrow and do work all. Snowboarding. Snowboarding. So one of my best friends, her, she, for her birthday, like two years ago was like, hey, let's go on a snowboarding trip. And I was like, are you crazy? Why would we do that? Let's go to Mexico and like lay on the beach instead. And she was like, no, let's go snowboarding. Cause snowboarding, like when you have never snowboarded is an expensive sport because you have to get all, you have to rent all this equipment. You have to rent a lift pass. Like it, it can be less expensive if you own those things or if you like live somewhere where you can like borrow from other people or whatever else. But it's, it's kind of like golf, right? Like I don't necessarily personally think of golf as that expensive because I have had my own clubs and um, for years. And I have, I already have a range finder. I already have a golf club. I already have all those things. So when I go golfing, um, and a lot of times, like, I guess if I'm golfing tournaments or whatever, but like, um, I'll just go somewhere and, and, you know, my friends will play nine or something. And so even though you're still paying to golf, my startup costs are lower because I have all those things versus someone who's never golfed and they have to rent clubs and buy a glove and buy a polo and buy all those things similar to snowboarding. So I was like, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Not like who snowboards, like none of us snowboard. What is this? Um, so I thought it was so silly. And then we went and I fell in love with it. I fell in love with it. And so, um, I went on that snowboarding trip and then a year later we went, okay. So the first snowboarding trip, we went to Park City the next year for her birthday. We went on a snowboarding trip to Tahoe and, um, well, we went to Reno and then went to Tahoe. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so obsessed. I need to snowboard. And so then I went on a couple more trips this, like when it was still winter earlier in this year to, um, Breckenridge. Cause one of my best friends, um, her and her parents have a house out there. And so went out there and snowboarded. And one of those trips, I went completely by myself. And that was a huge deal for me. That was a really big deal because I love traveling and I love, like, I love going to new places and stuff, but sometimes I get nervous, like to travel by myself and I'm such an extrovert and I like, I build up, I recharge like being around people. So then when I'm spending a week completely by myself, I'm like, "Ah!" you know, like I want to go do these other things. So it's good for me and I like doing it, but that was definitely outside of my comfort zone. And right now I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm about to take a trip, another trip completely by myself. And this is a bigger trip. And so I'm, I'm a little nervous, but I'm excited. Okay. So snowboarding again, fell in love with it. Absolutely a hobby of mine. Now I cannot wait to go snowboard, um, this winter. Uh, I put this 
Okay, so walking my dogs as a hobby, but just like kind of my dogs in general, like I truly think of spending time with them as a hobby because we do so many fun things together. Like we'll go to, uh, there's like this little like reservoir where they can like swim and run around. There's a dog bar in Kansas city where you, it's like a bar, but you can bring your dogs kind of like a dog park meets a bar. Um, they love going to the lake. They love going boating. Like they are just, they love playing fetch. Like they're just so fun. They're so fun. So like I consider that one of my hobbies just like hang out with them. And then like lake rat stuff, anything in the lake, like boating. I love wakeboarding. I love water skiing. I'm not a big tuber because I get like a raging headache. And plus being thrown off the tube, being thrown off the tube when you're like 16, you're like, hell yeah, get me back up there. When I'm thrown off the tube in my 20s, I'm like, well, my neck is crazy racked and I can no longer function. So peace and blessings. I'm out. Um, so I don't really like love tubing. I like being on the boat when other people are tubing and think it's fun. Just not, not, not a big tuber now, but so those are some of my hobbies. And then, um, oh, I, I don't know if I said this before earlier, but my big dream, my big dream, I've talked about this a lot. Um, before in here, but my big dream is to become a millionaire. Like this is my big, like money dream. I should have clarified that. Um, my big money dream is to become a millionaire, which is having a million dollar net worth, um, before I'm 28. So I turn 27 in September. I'm a Virgo. Um, Except for one of my best friends who's very into astrology just told me that now I'm no longer a Virgo. I'm a Leo, which I'm like, or maybe, I don't know. She told me I was something, not Leo. Uh, I don't know. She said I was, they changed it. I'm something else. I'm like, they can do that. Like you can just like be a Virgo forever and then they can just like shift. So I don't know. Um, but I think I'm a Virgo. Maybe that's changed. I have no idea. But, um, so I turned 27 in September and then so I have a year from September So like less than a year and a half, but that is my goal. I'm on pace. Thank you for uh, being, maybe I should do like uh, every couple months do like, oh my gosh, maybe I should do starting in September. Maybe I should do like a year countdown because I'll have a year. So then every single, every single month I can update like you on my net worth or things that are happening or whatever else. That would be pretty cool. Maybe I should think about doing that. Um, And then one thing I am obsessed with of, I think this was, this was one of the hinge questions that I Googled and it said, um, what's some, or like, let's debate or something like this. My question for that would be who killed John Bonet Ramsey. If you don't know who that is, look up the case. It's so wild. Um, I became, I have, here's the thing. I don't really listen to like crime podcasts anymore. I had a streak. I had a streak where that was all I would listen to, um, Up and Vanished. I don't know if Up and Vanished is like the whole podcast, but I think it was like the first thing Up and Vanished did. I listened to that like religiously. Like the, it would come out at like 11 p.m. and I would be up at 11 p.m. watching it. I, it made me so paranoid and so like anxious about like living by myself and like being alone that I just had to like knock it off. I also like love Criminal Minds. 
um, which I've already like seen all of them. But like those shows, I love them so much. But then I like can't sleep at night. So I've like kind of cooled it with that. Uh, just living by myself and like doing things by myself, you know, so I've kind of knocked off with that. But I'm trying to think of other shows that I like. Um, I love all Disney movies. Love Disney movies. My top three Disney movies are probably, this is off the cuff, but probably um, Frozen Moana and, huh, I wonder what my third would be. Huh, I wonder what my third is. Maybe Monsters, Inc. I love Monsters, Inc. I feel like I'm forgetting, like, one of my top three. But love Disney movies. Watch them all the time. Um, And, like, that's that's just... I, I love, like, funny shows. Like, I love New Girl. I love... The Office. I love How I Met Your Mother. I haven't watched any of those for a while, but I love just like feel good, like chill, funny, funny things. And yeah, other than that, I mean, I, and here, here's what I, I'll wrap this up. I'll wrap this up with a little spending tip is I want you to think through this episode of like, what have I led you on to believe are my priorities? Hopefully, things like travel, things like hang out with my friends. I love going out to drinks with my friends or going and doing fun stuff, things like that. Visiting my family, visiting my friends, uh, my hobbies, right? Like snowboarding or golfing or whatever else. What do you think I spend my money on? Those things. I spend my money on those things. And I think oftentimes there's this idea of like, there are like very righteous things to be spending your money on and there are not. And there's this like, I just feel like the single or you don't have to be single, but like, I hate saying young woman, but like woman in her twenties and thirties who like, let's say in this example is childless, right? Like who, who doesn't have any kids or potentially a partner or whatever. It's almost like, oh, like you should be spending your money on this or you should be spending your money on this, where it's like, I feel like parents are praised for like spending money on daycare and spending money on their kids. Like that's so great. And like, that is great, but it's also great if you're in your twenties or thirties or whatever, and like you choose to spend your money on something that's not that, right? You, you have different priorities, right? Like I think about like, uh, like I said, I have an older sister who just shit a baby eight months ago. I think about like what she spends her money on versus what I do. She spends her money on, like, um, they're redoing their home and things like that. And they're doing projects. And she spends her money on daycare. And she spends her money on um, buying things for Hallie and things that Hallie needs. And, you know, <laughs> well, I love to shop. I do love to shop for Hallie. Oh, my gosh. Getting her cute little outfits is my favorite. Um, but, like, I don't spend my money on those things because that's not where I'm at in my life. I have different priorities right now, which is okay. So it's like... Don't let society, there's this narrative of like, don't, you shouldn't be spending a lot of money shopping. You shouldn't be spending a lot of money going out. You shouldn't be spending that much money on travel. Says who? Says who? Like says people who that's not their priorities. Okay. Then they don't need to spend their money like that. It's okay. If a portion of your money, your paycheck goes toward these priorities, that's good. 
That means your money is funding your life and things that you care about. It can simultaneously be funding goals down the road, right? Investments. It can be funding paying off debt. It can be funding an emergency fund. Like it can go towards both of those things, but I never want you to feel bad or guilty or whatever else for spending your money. When you go through your, like what would be your hinge profile or your introduction or whatever, is your money funding those things? And if it's not, right, if it's not, where, where can those things change? Right. Where can those things change? Um, Oh, I, I miss a section. Okay. I'll say this section really quick and then I'll wrap it up. Um, I talked about this earlier, but I've recently become, these are random things in my personal life. So I recently became obsessed with seed cycling and hormones. And now I've like been on a mission to make my whole life flow, like with my hormones, like my work and what I eat and how I work out and like everything around my hormones, which has been so fun. And I'm like, it's, it's like, It's almost like biohacking, but for hormones, like hormone hacking, kind of. Um, Number two, random fact about me, I have to shower after I get off an airplane. I don't know why, but I feel so gross. It's such a mental thing. I, like, come home, and I'm, like, I, like, take my clothes off, and I'm, like, I have to get in the shower. If someone flies to Kansas City, and then I pick them up, I make them shower before they can, like, sit on my couch. I don't know why, because I'm really not a germaphobe, but that thing just, like, mentally gets in my head. Um, I go to Starbucks order kind of depends on what my mood is in the fall. I love a pumpkin spice latte. I just, um, usually get like half the like spices. So it's not so sweet. Uh, I, I always get decaf coffee because regular like caffeinated coffee gives me a headache. I don't know why. Um, but it does. So I always drink decaf. And then if I'm doing like a fun drink, I'll do a decaf, um, vanilla latte with half the pumps and oat milk. That's like my fun drink. And then if I'm just doing like a super basic iced coffee, I'll do a decaf Americano um, with oat milk or I will bring my own like uh, dairy-free coffee creamer. So yeah, those are, that's my go-to Starbucks order. People ask me a lot about like cooking. I really don't like to cook. I do, but I like keep it so simple. I cook like chicken breast, chicken breast, rice, and like broccoli or like salmon and uh, butternut squash. Like that's what, like every time I cook, that's what I do. And I try to make like two or three meals out of it. So I don't have to like make cook that much. Um, every single Monday, me and my friends rotate who cooks and there's four of us. So I only cook once every four weeks on Monday. And then like tonight is a Monday. It is not my week to cook. So I just go over to my friends, she cooks. And so three Mondays out of the month, I have a meal already made for me, which is so nice. Um, so that's like one down. Normally I'll go out to eat once throughout the week, like with a friend at night or for lunch, like, you know, for something. So normally that's planned. And then usually I have leftovers like from that. So that's like another meal. And then I'll cook like a big meal, have a couple things. And then, um, I just kind of like figured out in between. So, really not a big, I don't really like love cooking that much. So I keep it super, super, super simple. Um, my four tattoos and my favorite places to shop are probably Lululemon target. Um, I do get like quite a bit of clothes, like from Amazon. So like different stores on Amazon, 
And I really do love shopping small. Like I really do. Um, Rivoli is a small business uh, that I love who uh, like the owner, Sarah, she's amazing. Um, but I love supporting small boutiques. And so I'm always kind of like, keep my eye open for things like that, where I can shop small um, and like support small businesses. But I do love um, if I'm looking for like that sort of stuff. Oh, a lot of times I get my dress clothes at like Express. I think they have really nice dress clothes and I really like their stuff. I like, I think it's like pretty high quality. And, um, but honestly, here's the thing. I do add pieces to my closet quite a bit, but I only add stuff when I take stuff out. Uh, one of the big things that I've been really focusing on recently when it comes to clothes is I don't buy something only if I like it. I have to love it and be obsessed with it, but I also have to know how I'm going to wear it. And that's a difference because I used to be like, I'm obsessed with it. It's so perfect. I have nowhere to wear this and I don't know how I would style it. And then it goes in my closet and I never wear it because I don't know how to style it. I don't know where I would wear it to. And then I just never end up wearing it. So I have to not only love it, I have to just like raise my expectations. I have to love it. I have to be obsessed with it. And I have to know exactly how I'm going to style it and have an idea of when I'm going to wear it in order to keep it. Because I really only want to have like timeless statement pieces with like some fun accent, more trendy pieces in there, but stuff that I really wear. And, uh, I mean, my style is like pretty basic. I would say, um, I wear the very, like very, very, very similar staples, but just like with different, I kind of like rotate different pieces, but, um, that's my goal. Honestly, like my goal this year is to not like my goal last year, more so the year previously going into the beginning of last year was like add pieces I love into my closet. And I feel like I've really done that. And now I'm really not trying to add a ton of stuff. I'm trying to like perfect what is in there, declutter a bunch of stuff, get rid of a bunch of stuff and only keep stuff I absolutely love and only add pieces I'm absolutely obsessed with. So again, remember, just like every I said earlier, that's a priority for me. So that's something what, what I spend my money on. I spend my money on buying clothes I love or things like that. And that is so important. And so um, again, it's okay if that's where your money flows. My money also flows heavily towards investments and heavily towards other stuff, but there has to be that balance and sustainability. So there we go. There's my intro. That is what, um, if I had a hinge profile, you would learn from it. And if there's any other fun things you want to know or whatever else, let me know. I can always do another episode down the road of something like this. But again, welcome back. Deeper the Money Podcast is back um, and we're here to stay. So make sure that you are subscribed, um, that you are tag, like tag me on Instagram. I love, I love watching you tune in. Um, and I love when you say, oh my gosh, this episode was so great. I would love to have an episode about X, Y, and Z because we take that to heart. And those are some of the episodes that we are coming out with soon. So we will see you back for another episode um, next week. And thank you so much for being here.